At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Nightcap hour number two. My Irish trying to get this thing done. More importantly, trying to cover for for the people. See if uh, the Irish can get it done against North Carolina at home. But, but you know what? Forget this game. Bad basketball team. Going to find a way to win. Let's get on a great guest. Talk about an upcoming week that maybe he could put figure it out. Because I, I can't figure it out, Sean. Put the puzzle together. Put it all together. Let's bring on Mike Sando from The Athletic. Does a phenomenal job uh, with The Athletic. Frequent guest of our show. And we always appreciate his time. And, you know, Mike, I know you really throughout the years have been so piped in with the quarterback position. And, you know, Baker Mayfield's getting his fair share of criticism. I think rightfully so. Um, it's 18 and change next year. He's getting this surgery. What's the future for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland right now? All right. Might be struggling a little bit there. We hope we can connect with Mike here uh, momentarily as uh, our lines might be crossed. We're having having some technical See, challenges Puck, Puck there. puts a play out in first two guests. We have technical difficulty. It's what directly happens? correlated. It's what happens. 100%. Uh, Notre Dame does win. and uh, Well, they were the underdog, right? They were getting two points. Thank you. Close one and a half, yeah. uh, as I mentioned. Good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I had Florida, though, too. So, you know, sometimes you just got to trust your own process. You got to embrace the stink. The Florida line became a very pop- popular play. Uh, but Notre Dame gets it done. They win 78-73 over North Carolina. By the way, uh, Mattress Mac yeah. just wagered $1.2 million on Alabama Moneyline. Got it at plus 125 at uh, Caesar Sports. So you got to play Alabama now. He never loses. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you feel worse <laughs> about your bet that Mattress Mac is... <laughs> Going down on 1.2 million. Almost choked on my iced coffee, man. Oh man, <laughs> it's yeah. It is. You know, I was listening to I was listening to our friends uh, of the Solid Verbal, Ty Hildenbrandt and uh, Dan Rubenstein earlier today, breaking down the game. And a great job, fellas, uh, on that on that breakdown. And you know, 
Ty, my guy, I, I don't understand this line. I'm, I'm all over Alabama. And I'm like, that, you're, you're falling for the trap. Right. It's a trap. But I don't know. I mean, we'll get Chris Andrews on hopefully tomorrow uh-huh. because Chris always is, uh, tells us, you know, where the splits are. And I, and I know that the majority of the money is going to come in this weekend, mm-hmm. public money. Alabama's going to be the side the public's on. Now, the public wins sometimes. and Yeah, but that's only because of the line. If the line came out minus three Bama, I still think people would have been on Bama. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I, but And that's why that's why it's so interesting that it's, since it's plus three. All right, we got Mike here. Uh, let's bring in Mike. Mike, hopefully uh, we've, we've figured out the, uh, the technical issues. Uh, real quickly, I, before we jump into the games, I'm just curious because you are – well piped in with quarterbacks, and you do the tiers uh, every offseason, which is a tremendous read. Uh, what is the future for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland long-term? <laughs> well, I don't think there is a long-term right now until there's better football being played. They do have him on the option for next year, so you would think he would be there. But I think recent years have shown people, when they don't like a guy or they're ready to move on, they move on, even from really onerous contract situations like Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, so... I think you have to put everything on the table for next year, and they have to really determine how much of this year is pinned on him not being right health-wise. And then what about all the other stuff that Baker Mayfield's kind of been talking about, insinuating about stuff in the building? What's the fit? Just really what is wrong? Um, and then they can make a decision, which could be go with somebody else or get some kind of other backup plan, have a competition, whatever. You know, Mike, we live in an alternate universe here where we make our guests, you know, have to stay ten toes down and be very, let's say, vocal about their opinion. So I'm making you the GM of the Browns. What are we doing at quarterback with Baker Mayfield? Um, I'd probably bring him back for next year if I thought the injury part was part was a big part of it, which I kind of do. I, I think that was part of it um, because you've got him next year for twenty two million dollars, I believe, is the number. Um, I would be open to trading them if somebody was interested to give me something of value in return. Uh, maybe I can get a quarterback in a different way. I would have that on the table. But uh, I think he's played decent enough um, at times in the past when he was healthy that uh, you know you can get worse at the position too. So you're you're always having kind of options. You're not committing to anything long term, but I think he has to be at least an option for you. At Sando NFL is where you can find Mike on Twitter, a senior writer for The Athletic. Uh, you're up in the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, uh, catching six and a half. So six and a half point underdog this weekend at Arizona. I'm sure this question has been asked of you and everybody up there in, uh, in Seattle. Is this the last time we see Russell Wilson in a Seahawk uniform? Um, I think it's likely that he's back. I, I was talking to someone earlier about this, and you guys will – really understand it because you understand gambling. I think it's probably more likely that he's in Seattle than elsewhere. I think it's probably more likely that Pete Carroll's back than gone, more likely that John Schneider is back than gone. But as you know, picking three favorites to win and putting them all together isn't necessarily the odds on play. (laughs) And so I think there's going to be a change there of some kind. It could be. Wilson, that's part of it, but I don't know exactly what it's going to be. There's an owner there that has no track record, right? Paul Allen owned the team for 20, 25 years. 
died, his sister took over, and she is has signed Pete Carroll and John Schneider to extensions. They have Wilson for two more years. Mike, do you? So know, I was going to say, Mike, go do you know if there are any contractual hurdles if Russell wants to leave? Can they? Well, he, he has no trade clause. That's the hurdle. So Russell Wilson last week is like, hey, man, I sure hope this isn't my last home game in Seattle. What are you talking about? You have a no trade clause. You can determine if it is, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. As we talk and, that, and that's yeah. not normal in an NFL contract, right? That's something that Seattle did for Russell so that he would have yeah, some control over his future. Part of, yeah, sometimes it gets to be part of a negotiation. The team will throw that in. We have seen it. Uh, uh, shoot, who was I just thinking of has one for this year only? Uh, is it Dak Prescott? The, uh, no. Well, Prescott may have one in there, but there, there's another quarterback who – I'm just drawing a blank at the moment, who has one in there for this offseason only uh, and not in the future. So um, it's not unheard of at all, but it's sometimes the, the player does a deal, but he kind of wants control over, hey, if I leave, I'm picking where I go. You're not just going to get mad at me and trade me you know, to the place I don't want to go. And I think we saw last year when Russell Wilson's agent told Adam Schefter, Hey, here's the four teams, and he was, you know, Vegas, Dallas, Chicago, and uh, uh, New Orleans were the four. So at least we know those are places that he might want to go. Obviously, he's not going to go to Dallas. He's probably you wouldn't think going to Chicago with them having Justin Fields. And we'll see if he really wants out of there. Maybe that list gets bigger. But um, I think the odds are that you know he's probably going to be their best option. Especially we talked about Mayfield's shoulder. Russell Wilson's finger is a part of the story this season. You know, you have to evaluate. Did he just lose his touch? Uh, or is that part of it? And you just need to get some things right around him and you're going to be fine. Now, I'd be much more inclined to allow Russell Wilson to use injury as a crutch for his performance at times this year than I would Baker. Because Russell has a long track record of playing at an yep. elite level. So that was an outlier. I feel like Baker's kind of been inconsistent, you know, since yeah. coming into the league. So I agree. Yeah, and I mean, I don't love Baker Mayfield, but I also you can you have to know in your building is that relationship worth continuing? Is there something wrong with him? Uh, do we did we what did we see the first year? Is it, is it enough to go on? And then what else can we do? Right? The the alternative is always the question at quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, because having a C plus guy. Doesn't look exciting until you can't find a D guy when you get rid of the C plus guy. And it's multiple teams that are in this situation. The, the Raiders with Carr, the, the Vikings with Cousins, you know, not necessarily at the volatile point that Cleveland is with Baker as far as death threats and that kind of stuff. But you're kind of in this rut where, yeah, we're a slightly above 500 team, could potentially make the playoffs, but there's no one that's rational that thinks we have a chance to win it all. But if you move away from this guy, it's like, who do we replace him with? So I get your whole point. I know uh, Tim wanted to get your opinion on one game this weekend, you know, before we let you out of here. We got about yeah. a minute and a half left. Yeah, and really one of the biggest games, the most important games of the weekend, Mike, uh, is this San Francisco-L.A. game. Obviously, L.A. Uh, wins the division if they take care of business. San Francisco gets in the playoffs if they win. Uh, it's it's a pretty close line, four, four and a half points. Uh, we got a minute. How do you assess – San Francisco at the Rams on Sunday. San Francisco's had their number matches up well with them. Um, I'm going to lean towards the Rams. They make me a little bit nervous because we've seen Stafford, you know, falter a little bit here or there. I do think on the whole, they've been the better team this year. They will be at home for the game. 
Uh, I'm going to trust that the move they made at quarterback uh, will be enough right now. Maybe not long-term future. We'll see what Trey Lance is going to do. But, you know, with Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo having the hand injury and uh, Trey Lance being a promising young player, but maybe a little early to, to bank on, I'll probably lean um, toward the Rams, but be very curious how it goes because, man, the 49ers sure had their number earlier. And, the, and like I said, they know each other. They match up well. It's a dangerous game for the Rams, uh, but I'll just give them a little bit of an edge. At Sando NFL is where you can find him on Twitter. Read his stuff at The Athletic. Mike, always appreciate the insight. Thank you. There he is, Mike Sando from The Athletic. We've got an interesting game that I know a lot of people were on. Coming down to the wire, we'll tell you about it on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over on, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game. Head on over to vcin.com. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we've got ourselves an interesting game. And the reason I bring this game up, now it is a top 25 showdown, Iowa State and Texas Tech, Sean. It closed Iowa State five and a half. Yep. Texas Tech was dealing with a whole lot of injuries and COVID situation. And let's just say a lot of people that I know were on (laughs) The Cyclones tonight, including our producer. Oh, Maryland Terrapin, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Oster. Oster. And, you know, Puckster Damas tweeted out his play. Yeah. I followed it up with Had Florida. Had the whole show in, like, the Loser. giving mode today. And then Aaron followed up with Iowa State. We're trying not to go 0-3 here. Because, of course, the bet that I win, I didn't tweet out. I tweeted out the Florida one. The Facts. only The only person who knows about the Notre Dame bet uh, was I texted Jim Root and Jared. Uh, Jared Smith. So those two knew that I was on Notre Dame. They were both on North Carolina. But right now we've got free throws coming from the Cyclones. They made it. 
Uh, I had a buddy of mine text me about Iowa State, and I said, I don't know. I just feel like I, I missed the party, uh, and it was at five and a half of the time. You know me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump on. And uh, I hope for everyone out there. I, mean, I know a lot of people good. in Iowa Does State. Does Aaron have four or four and a half? Four and a half. All right, there are five. Of five. Okay. There's twenty-six point six seconds left. I'm positive that the young lady in the uh, stands they just showed has Iowa State minus four and a half as well. Definitely. There you oh, go. they missed. Got to secure the there rebound. There we go. There we go. Iowa State on the breakaway. Oh! Uh, no. Oh, he called oh, a foul. Call a foul. Oh, my gosh. I thought he <laughs> went to the Temple layup and threw the ball in the Raptors. <laughs> Iowa State was up by 11 at halftime, 30 to 19. Somebody get the coach a bigger shirt. They have, yeah. Choke man. on the sideline. Seriously. Jeez. Otzenberger there. Did he foul him? No, I think no. he just lost that ball. Wow. Oh, Aaron got lucky. Oh, Iowa State fans got lucky. Huge two free throws here. This could huge because they're up five. Right, makes it seven. Mm-hmm. Now they have to the hit a three. three. Would, the right. three would hurt you. Right, but if he only makes one, the two hurts you, for sure. Yeah. So, and okay. considering that Texas Tech has forty-four points. Oh no, 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 no! They called it. Uh, oh, that's a turnover. They get, oh my gosh. Oh no. I just saw Aaron throw up a little bit in his mouth. They're gonna. So if you're Texas Tech, you run the cover play, which is you just give it to your guard and go right to the bucket. No resistance, and he lays it in. I'm convinced now whenever we wager on NCAA basketball, we should fly someone to the game that can vocalize like in, in these moments. Yo, Iowa State, it's four and a half. Play defense. Or, you know, the opposite. Texas Tech, all we need is a bucket. And we should send somebody to the games. That way they know. Now, whether or not they listen or not, at least they know. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Because right now, Iowa State's like, oh, if they score, See, so what? This is the beauty of our show right now. Because, oh, oh. The, oh, do they call foul? Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that before. Iowa State just oh drew goodness. a charge on a three-point attempt. That, is, that has never happened. I, I, I've watched a lot of basketball. In the history of I've college basketball. Never seen that happen. <laughs> Texas, Texas Tech, Tech just shot a three. And they call offensive charging on the three-point shooter. That is unbelievable. Yeah, Aaron Jimson must be living right because this is supposed to be three shots for the other team. The dude's I mean, the dude ran all the way up under him, too. I've never seen an offensive player call for charging on a three-point shot. They're going to review it, too. They're going to see if this is a flagrant foul. He was shooting a three. (laughs) And the defender was closing out on him. I, I did. I, I played basketball my whole life. I've watched a lot of basketball. See, that's why we need someone at the game because right now they could be ref has the number. I mean, we're watching ref this, has the number. We're watching this replay. Look, we're cheering for our guy Aaron and and plenty of other people's out there who had Iowa State, but that's a bogus. You don't call. like my ref has the number? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you acknowledge it? Thank you. It's well done. All right. It's well done. Say less. You should see Aaron. Like, we have a video camera oh, that shows us Aaron's facial expressions and mannerisms. He thought it was a foul on Iowa State, and Texas Tech was getting three free throws. He that turned red. is, I mean, once again, I don't have a dog in the fight. We're hoping that we don't have a. The Iowa State coach is looking at him like, hey, I'm glad you called it, but please explain. <laughs> like, wait, our, our, our player just took a charge getting drilled in the face. 
Now, can they – they can't – I would love for referees to have to participate in post-game press conferences. That would be great. I mean, I would just love to be in – and like, and just hey, hey, say to the ref, hey, Tim, great game tonight. You know, we've covered a lot of basketball. We've never seen a charge called on a three-point <laughs> shot. Can you explain <laughs> – I mean, like, I mean, I and just to hear him fumble around trying to explain like how in the world a guy can get called for charging as he's shooting a three pointer. And he went straight up. This wasn't like he was running and you know was going across the line. Like this might have been the are craziest they gonna, call. Are I've they going to call a flagrant foul on on a dude for shooting a three? Like if they do this, this is unbelievable. Whoa, where where are we moving here? If it's an if it's an offensive foul. Are they in the bonus? No, because offensive fouls don't lead to free throws. Okay, so they might be inbounding the ball. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, once again. Like, Warren, you don't have to come and apologize. What are you dapping him up for? You were shooting a three. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I'm sorry, you're in my way, and I my elbow drilled you in the face. Like, I'm glad they called it because don't turn the ball over. Because Aaron has Iowa State. But if I was Texas Tech, I'd be upset. Well, Iowa State, free throws coming. Congrats, Aaron. Good win. Well, there could be the, the – yeah, as, as Aaron throws up his two hands, says, whoa, 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 because – Oh, this one's over. You know what – well – Come on. One thing I know about Iowa State, they might not be good at a lot of stuff. They practice free throw shooting a lot. But you – So he's going to make these free you throws. Don't, you, don't practice, you don't practice math very well. If it's fifty-one, all, if it's fifty-one Texas forty-four, Texas Tech has forty-four points oh in two halves of basketball. I'm just waiting. They're not going to all of a sudden see he made the free throw. They're not going to all of a sudden hit a three now. I mean, come on, it's not going to happen. I apologize in advance, Aaron. It's not going to happen. I'm just telling you. You are Captain Mush. Are you serious? I told you he's going to make the free throws. Here we go. Texas Tech has forty-four points. That means they have not made three-pointers all game. Well, he almost fumbled almost it there. Almost double-dribbled. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. No chance that goes in. Oh! <laughs> no! Unbelievable! He banked it in. He banked it in from 35 feet. Oh, my God. Oh! Scott Van Pelt, Stanford Steve, you need an emergency edit session, immediate bad beat. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Please, Oliver, our guy, you got to cut that right now because this dude, Sean, I mean, I've never seen someone mush another bet Listen. in the history of mushing. I wasn't even trying to mush it. Like, But I told you. You were, oh, you're good. And I said, Sean, do the math. Come on, the dude pump fakes, shoots a That's what bad three means. from How the long logo, been gambling? and it backboards and ricochets <laughs> in. Did he get the shot off? Was there still time left? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, my God. Aaron, did you have the four and a half or just yeah, the four? Yeah, he had four and a half. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. That is... See, nothing's going right tonight that I posted my Pucks for Dominus play before the game started. Nothing went right. Tim lost his Florida bet. Aaron just, I don't know how he lost that bet. A team that had 44 points in the whole game, Banks in the three.
I mean, that is, wow. I feel bad now. Like, I feel like, and I'm not there. <laughs> like, I feel like I had something to do with, you know, and losing. That wasn't my intention. It wasn't. I I tried to warn you. It wasn't my intention. I tried to warn you. Oh my goodness. And I and Iowa State actually played defense. Like he defended the shot. Oh. That was the referee's fault. We're gonna blame the ref. The ref called charging on a three. That I mean that that end of sequence all timer a charge on a three point attempt. Wow. Oh. And, he banked, and he banked it in. I mean, Van Pelt, Stanford Steve, you found your lead tonight. That, that is the definition of a bad beat. It's the nightcap here on Beat. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. any part of our show like the last five minutes when Sean mushed Aaron Oster or anything on the VEASAN schedule today don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast gets replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule go to VEASAN.com slash podcasts you get beating the book with Gil Alexander market insights with Josh Applebaum how to mush someone by Sean King oh no that's not that's a podcast coming soon oh we got other ones though they're all free and available now, vcin.com slash podcast. It is the nightcap. <laughs> they're all sticking up for uh <laughs> they're all sticking up for Aaron. <laughs> Mustard Domus. <laughs> Big Mo just tweeted us and said mush dot 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 Hey man, listen. Everyone knew that three was going in. Poor Aaron. Did you see what I take? And Aaron gonna oh. at me. You see what I sent him back? Oh man. Yeah, read what I sent him back. Oh, you can read it yourself. I don't read that well. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't count very well either. Uh, <laughs> 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 we had another tweet. Everyone knew that three was going in. Oh, you should feel bad. Oh man, what what an absolute unbelievable! I think real Sean King owes me money after that mush. <laughs> Did you see what I responded? Don't I don't even know what a mush is. Get a better number next time. <laughs> wow. He got three and a half to one. Uh, unbelievable. I, I really feel bad, though. Seriously. For those watching, listening, uh, I feel extremely bad. That was not my intention. Was to root against Aaron. Now, Tim, on the other hand, ah. He would have openly rooted I probably would have failed a lie detector test, but I actually was not rooting against Aaron. I mean, Aaron gets enough grief just being a Maryland Terrapin basketball fan. I want to so. know, can we at some point tonight, for those who have missed, can we replay the clip? That's like, can that be our last segment? I want to replay the clip of oh, Sean and I because, and I got, I mean, I wish, I mean, I, I, I've seen enough uh, basketball or just we've bet enough in our lives. Yeah. When you go, it's good, it's over. Iowa State makes free throws. I'm just looking at the score going, yeah, well, it's going to be 51-44, meaning this desperation three can get it done. And, I mean, of course, first off, in the backcourt, 
the Iowa State or the Texas Tech dude almost double dribbles. Yeah, he almost fumbled the ball. He breaks it up. He's got a defender in yeah, his face. He takes he like pump, pump fakes. fakes. Yeah. He banks it in from 40 feet. Never in doubt. No, yeah, the cover never in doubt. Now, I just want to say this it's a horrible beat. However, the offensive foul on the three-pointer yeah, in the corner. It was, was karma for that. It had nothing to do with me talking about <laughs> he's going to make the free throws. There's no way they can make a three. Like, I guarantee it. Aaron's good. The bets go cash the ticket. That had nothing to do with it. It was all about the ref. How do you call a charge when a guy's shooting a three-pointer from the corner? Now, I will also take I will also apologize because all day yesterday on the show, I crushed – my guy, Sean King. I don't know crush is the right adjective. Well, I, yeah. I, I kept uh, I kept poking the bear. I allowed you. Yes. Give it out. Give it out. Yeah. Give out Pucks for Dom. So you did. And then we were all in giving moods. So I said, okay, I'll follow up with Florida. They lose and fall apart in the second half. Aaron joins the party. I took Iowa State four and a half. Oh, and three. So maybe as a show, we need to chill on uh, tweeting out things. Not 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 at all. We were trying to be nice. Not at all. I didn't tweet out Notre Dame. They win. Like I will say this to all of our listeners and all of our viewers. And they know. Well, look, we Puck say our is, is the guy. So I, I just I'll send I'll continue to send out my Puckstradamus plays. And if you follow them blindly, I promise you you'll be happy. Oh man. If you tweak them and make adjustments, then that's on you. But if you follow my Puckstradamus plays blindly, just if you when I tweet it out. You play it, you'll be happy in the end. Yeah, because that's 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 phenomenal betting advice. Just blindly follow people. But just this sector, <laughs> the Puckstradamus stuff, because it comes from a genius or type of origin. So mm. you know, sometimes you won't understand it. Are you winning our cigar bets? Or are you losing our cigar bets? Oh, uh, I think we're tied. Nope. nope. And if you're up one, I think I'm about to be tied. Because uh, Matt Nagy's not getting fired. So I think that's the next one that we'll find out about. Yeah. So you have. I'm up one. Because yeah. I, I, you, even though you went back on it. Yeah. You said Nagy's getting fired. I said no. Yeah. But most recently, you said Michigan would not only cover, but win outright. I laid it with the seven and a half of Georgia. And that but you got the cigar bet for that. I know. It's and I'm, I'm up one. Yeah. I'm up one. Yeah. But you'll be, you'll be tired. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think Matt Nagy's not getting fired? Uh, let me click back into my NFL mode for a second and get out of uh, I just mushed Aaron, whatever that means. <laughs> Mush means that Aaron thought he had won a bet, and he thinks it's something that it's I when, said. It's it's a jinx. It's a it's when you jinx. Oh, someone. so I'm a jinx now. Okay, here's <clears throat> why I think he keeps his job. Okay. You go back to the, I think they played Detroit on Thanksgiving, right? Yep, they beat them. The, go back to the game before that. Yeah. 13-16 versus Baltimore. That was the game, if I'm not mistaken, where the guy threw the roundhouse kick. <laughs> got like the, the flag and the ref bump. Wasn't that the game? I think so. Yeah, so very competitive game. No, I thought, was that the next week? I'm, uh, yeah, no, it might have been the Ravens. Yeah, I, I think it was. It might have been the Steelers the week before. Either way, three-point loss. They beat Detroit on Thanksgiving. They played Arizona extremely close. They almost, they had a chance early in the fourth quarter against Green Bay. Then the Minnesota game, the, the refs got them. That was the game that, that Nagy got the uh, 
unsportsmanlike conduct on the side. You know, the refs were really mm-hmm. pro-Vikings that night. But Chicago showed up and played. Then they went to Seattle and won. They beat the Giants. I really think they're going to beat Minnesota to end the year. I just think when that you – That saves his job? Well, just – I mean, I, 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 let me finish. Let okay, me go finish. ahead. Let me finish. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not the biggest Matt Nagy fan because I think he mishandled the quarterback position in Chicago. I don't think he brought legitimate competition in for Mitchell Trubisky soon enough. And then when you draft Justin Fields, he's supposed to play from day one this year because it was never about winning this year. It's about getting him to the point where at the end of the year, you felt like he was now an experienced player. When we go into next year, he's, he's the guy we're ready to actually go win games. And then he did the whole Andy Dalton thing. And you know, that kind of soured me on him. But the one thing that I always do is I trust my eyes. Mm-hmm. And when I watch the Chicago Bears, they are still playing their butts off for Matt Nagy. And to me, regardless of what I think about how he handled the quarterback position, that means something. Because I see teams that don't believe in their coach. No matter what Joe Judge says about his ex-players who are texting him about they wish they were still there, the current guys don't believe in Joe Judge. You can tell. I watch the game. I see how they play. I see the lack of effort, the attention to detail. I don't see that when I look at Chicago. They're still playing hard. They still believe in Matt. I don't know if that's enough to keep his job, but I think it is. And to me, that's the difference. The same thing in Detroit. They believe in that coach. Well, he's in his first year. I know, but it's it's some first-year teams now that didn't believe in the guy that was running the program. Do you – you know Boomer Sison? I know of Boomer. I'm – don't think me and Boomer's paths have crossed okay. more than maybe once. Boomer hosts a show uh, on WFAN in New York City. It's a it's a Boomer in Geo. It's on uh, right. watching on TV too. He said this morning, Nagy has been informed that he won't return as the Bears head coach next season. Yeah, I believe that a couple weeks ago they said Nagy had been fired, like on a Monday, and he was still on the sideline that following Sunday. So until the Bears say it. I just I, I don't it's, know. It's all it's all rumor. I understand that you can't fire, and I I think he should be fired. I'm not saying I don't think. I'm not saying. But as a fan, he shouldn't be fired. I'm saying those guys are still playing hard for. And him. I, and I know that, and that's that. I think both could be true. Right. I just think as a. I just as, want to win the cigar bit. Yeah, I know. I want to too, and I'm gonna win. Um, I just believe that as a fan base, you can't. They can't bring him back. Well, I wouldn't let the fan base no, dictate I, what I, I did at him. I coach. understand, but do yeah. you think that Matt Nagy should? Do you believe that Matt Nagy should return as the Bears head coach? It's fascinating. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Real Sean King. Not. You're at Tim Murray one. At one Tim Murray. At one Tim Murray. Hit us up and let us know. Should Matt Nagy be the Chicago Bears head coach next year? I mean, they made the playoffs last year. Granted, they were <clears> eight and eight. They lost. In the wild card game, yeah. they had the double doink his first year when they were twelve and four. Uh, when they lost to the Eagles, they're sitting at six and ten with Khalil Mack missing the majority of the season, Montgomery missing significant time, Justin Fields being hurt, Allen Robinson missing games. I mean, so you could make an argument both he ways. He gone. Bye bye, Felicia. He gone. But hopefully, for your sake, he's not. Yeah, I need another cigar. He's gonna come in here next Monday. And I don't like to be happy about someone losing their job, but he makes millions of dollars. I'm going to have a big old cigar. Look in your face like that. Hey, who's winning our bowl pickup? Discuss that next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. I got to do a read here, but I'm just laughing. I'm laughing so hard tonight. This is what this is what basketball season's all about. Hey, folks, we got a great offer here at VSIN, and it's here to help you make be the best. Make this the best betting year ever. Our all new big game, big dance special provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for, the, for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails. 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. There you go. There's the read. All right. We just tweeted it out at Vsin Live. Oh man! You know, and it was a it was a longer clip because I thought the best part was me yelling at you when you said it's over, it's it's done. I'm like, eh, it could happen, uh, and it did. So uh, check out. The, I did. It, it, there is a bright, mush. yeah, bright side. I learned what mush is. You did, um, and I, I didn't know what a mush was. All right, uh, before we get into more things. Uh, do we have the audio of the Texas Tech radio call? So Texas Tech, this is their radio call. They are up 51 to 44. And here is how it sounded on the Texas Tech radio network just moments ago as Iowa State gets a miraculous cover. Uh, certainly something that you can build off of if you can continue to do it is you bank in a three, and guess what? The folks in Vegas certainly care about that. 51-47. Uh, I'm telling you what. There's that, uh, that was some. There's some frustrated or excited folks. There's some books in Vegas where they just had an eruption of either sadness or happiness yeah. on that uh, 35-foot banked-in three for Adonis Arm. And I misspoke. Uh, of course, Texas Tech getting the backdoor cover, 51-47. to the final score. So now who did Aaron have again? He had Iowa State. Oh. Yeah. So what was the opening number in the game? Uh, I, I think it was four, wasn't it? No, I think it was two. Yeah, so he got a bad number because he got it at four and a half. Well, 
in his defense, the news started to trickle out that they were dealing with all these injuries. It opened yesterday, Iowa State minus one. Earlier today, it was still two and a half, and then news started to come out about the lack of players that Texas Tech would have available, got to four, four and a half, and uh, ultimately closed at five and a half. But, you know. I'm just trying to move myself away from the mush. No, you can't. Okay. Yeah, you I was so confident, too, that he was going to cash a ticket. I wasn't actually, like, being malicious. <laughs> like, with you, a lot of times, I'm extremely sarcastic. And I kind of just like to experience you, like, when your tickets don't hit. So, like, I try and, like, I don't want your tickets to not win, but I want yes, it to go do. down to You're the wire. Hater. I want it to go down to You're the wire. Because, like, you get so emotionally hijacked, like, during the course of the game. Like, it, I like it. it, it it's entertaining to me. But, like, Aaron, I mean, come on. I mean, he wakes up every morning, and Maryland Terrapins men's basketball is, like, what he goes and checks the results for. Like, think about how devastating that has to be to a man. Like, you're going to look at Duke's results, it's like, whew, yes. Yeah, because Duke's playing in the NEC this year. Well, UNC, is UNC the second-best team in that conference? I mean, are they are they a mid-major this year, ACC? Down. Oof. That don't mean we're going to win it, but it's down. Oof. Any futures out there that you took on Duke, man. I don't know what they were preseason, but you're feeling pretty good. Uh, and that's a mush. I'm trying to mush you if you have a Duke future. Uh, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, but, yes, in case you missed it. Before we move on, I apologize to our producer, Aaron Oster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I try to tell you. I try to tell you. Iowa State's walking down to the free throw line. Sean Did saying, they make both free throws? They did. <clears throat> which is what I started Did I with. tell you? That a three would get the cover. It did. I mean, the performance has started. I couldn't just abandon my role in the middle of the play. <laughs> I was a motivational speaker. I had to finish what I was contract- contractually obligated to do. Uh, the mush. We should, we should make a hat that if you mush someone on air, you have to wear the mush hat mm-hmm. for that show. And you'd be, wearing, you'd be donning the mush, the musher. Uh, Kenny White going to join us at the top of the hour. He's an anti-musher. But, uh, yes, for any of you who got in late, and that's why I almost played it. I thought about it. I thought I was going to be late to the party. I think my exact text to my friend was, I think I'll be late to the party. And all I had to do was eat that Florida terrible bet because that was a horrible bet because they fell apart. Uh, But Notre Dame got home. So one-on-one day for me. Feel bad for Aaron. Feel bad for a lot of you. Everyone was on Iowa State. I get it. Uh, They're on the right side. The ref, the ref blew it when he called a charge on the three. Because the dude shot an air ball. If, it's, if that's just a no call, Iowa State gets a rebound all is well. But the basketball guys could not allow a ref to call a charge on a three-point attempt and there not be some kind of suffering. That is true. Yes. And unfortunately, Aaron was the sacrificial lamb. On a Wednesday night. <laughs> we'll find the name of the referee before the show's over, though, Aaron. So you can personally send him an email. Somebody passed the mushed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Oh, my god! I love I love it. This, this night, you know, it's one of those nights where you're like, what are we going to talk about? Week 19 or week 18. So many players are out. What's the motivation? The only thing I like, all of our sweats have gone the wrong way, except you. 
I get in, Puck Shadamas gets the three, two. the puck line cover yep, with the Maple, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Yep. The Blues are up three to two, and all heck breaks out. They lose five to three. You know, then we get into your uh, Notre Dame. I mean, your Notre Dame North Carolina game that came through, but it was stressful to say to say the least. Sure was. So I think we're gonna end the night on a happy note. Aaron has Iowa State. Oh, you know, minus four and a half. You know, comfortable game. They played great defensively. Texas Tech has 44 with 20 seconds left. I mean, they're up seven with 4.3 seconds left. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, that, the half-court shot. All right, real quickly, before we hit a break, uh, we, a couple weeks ago, we like to do some competitions on the show, and we included everybody. So we have Big Balls, Don't come, Banksy, come back. we have uh, Derek, we have our production squad, Oliver, uh, Nick, our, our, our uh, director, Aaron Oster, myself, and you. And I'm going to flash up these numbers. And I'm just going to say, I'm really impressed by our team. Because think about this, Sean. We picked 35 bowl games in totality. We missed the Gator Bowl with Wake Forest Rutgers and the Sun Bowl with Central Michigan and Washington State. That was my bad. I had a late night on the 30th. I, I missed the tweet out. Uh, we had one push. Iowa-Kentucky was a push. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if you take a look at these, we picked all these games against the spread. Nobody <coughs> is under 500. That's pretty damn impressive. First of all, it's impossible. So I have, I have to basically go the opposite way of Nick in the championship and game. And you won't know. You won't know what he's doing. I'm so good at this. You did a good job. And my 14 losses, about seven of them are, like, unbelievable, like, how I lost. About half of them. Absolutely. I mean, sure. You laid it with Toledo. They lost Yeah, that was a blatant miss, by the way. You laid it with App State. You laid it with BYU. I don't know how they lost the UAB. I don't know. It didn't cover. I don't know. Uh, If they played that game over, I still would – Go with BYU. Marshall, fourth quarter. How how did that game turn? I don't know. That was painful. Jeez. Uh, you took Florida. Yeah, that was a bad one. Took Mississippi State. Yeah, but I took Mississippi State before the the steam on the line, right before the start of the game, which, okay. Yeah. All in all, yeah. you did, I mean, especially, uh, you know, if you look at the chart that we have, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll tweet out the whole chart here. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, man, you got red hot. Uh, I had a good stretch. I, I just want to say, Derek Stevens, who is technically on the bottom there, he went seventeen and ten. Well, who's but awesome. he missed? He missed. Uh, he, he missed seven games. I tried. I texted him a couple times. He's very busy around New Year's, so we'll have to give him some grief for that. Uh, but all in all, well done, team. And it looks like director Nick. Who's Oliver? Oliver's our editor right there. Oh, okay. Darth Vader. See, I, I call him. Yeah, yeah. He's got the coolest mask I've seen. <laughs> but uh, right now, Sean, one game back heading into the finale. Nick can lock it up. We're not no, going to let. We're no gonna, shot. We're not going to let either know who they are picking. He's even done. though Sean has obviously told the world that he's picking Alabama. It's the nightcap. Kenny White coming up top of the hour. It's Mustradamus over there. For you.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.